My grandma gave me her mold. Welcome everyone and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode is 225 and it's entitled Christmas Food. What are your favorite Christmas Eve and Christmas dinner foods? We'll be talking about that tonight at the table. So pull up a seat and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com and while there you can take our relational needs questionnaire Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be fantastic if you gave us a five-star review. It really does help. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. So while it... Ooh, we demonstrate that in the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the podcast and talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be... Oh, 1215 in Rome. We're treating it like it is lunchtime, lunchtime in Rome, in Rome with the stroke. 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 <laughs> and Ashley's with us. Hey. Hello. Hello. You may remember Ashley from previous episodes, such as one of them before. Entitled <laughs> Ashley Cicerato. <laughs> yes. And like tonight's number, though. 225. 225's a number. nice little round. I like it. We've been doing this since 2018, November 2018. We were one of the first podcasts. don't look it up although you know what i think i don't know what the statistics are but we're getting into like as far as numbers of like most podcasts like make it to i think 10 five Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah Uh, five it's five (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i'm so emphatic about that i just heard that stat the other day and so i'm I'm fired up about it five podcasts so there's that (laughs) we have 220 times that I don't know. Nope. That's, 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 that that's not how math works. But that's know. okay. Hashtag math. <laughs> <laughs> but Ashley not only has her own episode here, uh, but also sits at the head of the table each and every week along with Mary Lynn Pleskowski. Ashley, that's thanks great. for sitting we at the head of the thank table. We do for that. My What's pleasure. A, and you too Who? could sit at the head oh. of the table. Oh. Brian, you just anyone. go to lunchtimeandrome.com and click on subscribe. Uh-huh. And uh, become a paid subscriber, mm-hmm. and then add two zeros, and you will sit at the very head of the table. Right, right. We still have this Panera gift card. Yeah, we're still collecting all of the two people that sent in their Spotify mm-hmm. raps, and then we're going to have a live on air. Uh, we're going to get a hundred ping pong balls, uh-huh. and we're going to put fifty. We're going to put Paul and fifty with <laughs> Patton. Is that who it was Eric? Yeah, and then we're going to draw. So this is Patton or Paul. That's oh, right. Man, it, like the old like the old school lottery, like when, when you watch the lottery get pulled and all the balls are popping up. Daily on. number. Yeah. We this, should, definitely something like this that. This could be fifteen to two hundred dollars. No, it's thirty. No. No. It's thirty. It's thirty. Is it shut off or do people still have an opportunity to get in? No, it's shut off. Yeah. But there yeah. will be more opportunities. Oh, so many. So many giveaways. So many ping pong balls. I want to start doing ads, even though they, people don't sponsor us. I just want to like make up fun ads and then like give a promo code for more of the podcasts I listen to. Yeah, you know, do it for one of the products. Yeah, like so we could do like e-bike, and then at the end just be like, hey, uh, promo code Nate because I listen Mm. to the Nate Bergetzi podcast. Mm. They'd still get the. the, Ooh, I like what those guys that have promo codes though. We should get our own promo codes. We don't, Eric. (laughs) We need too much money. Okay, more than that. We need more heads of the table. Yeah, but I think you know, or maybe make up our own. Like just promote a a business that we like. That's that's, I like that. Like sponsor, but just from our heart. Mm-hmm. It's a sponsor. Yeah. Right. We could lift up like Pittsburgh foodies. More of a get some traffic their way. Ooh. There you go. What's our, what's our number these days? Uh, uh, 61,700. No way. Something around there. And that's through Facebook? Yep. Yeah. Holy cow. People like food. W- w- was I like sub 100? I was early. I think so. I mean, I can go back and check and see if you Ooh. were one of the founding members <gasps> on March 7th of 2020. Oh. <sighs> Wow, what a great time to start something like mm-hmm. that. Goodness. I yep. didn't realize. I thought it had been around a little longer. And you get a dollar per a... month from every person? Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. So, so look, I got free soup once in Mount Washington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real, real quick, if you would recap, you go to Facebook and do what and why? Who would do that? 
anybody who likes food, mm-hmm. um, anybody who eats, really. Uh, we have all different kinds of quote unquote foodies in the group, mm-hmm. um, but it's a Facebook group, and you just go to um, you go to the groups section, or you can just type in Pittsburgh Foodies. It is a group and not a page. Um, mm. But yeah, and you know, even if you don't answer the questions, I'll probably still let oh, you in. So it's a little exclusive. It's a little exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it exclusive or is it thorough to make sure it's that thorough. it's not super spammy? Yeah, yeah, that's the reason for that. Is yeah. you, you, you I'm a member, so it's not too exclusive. Yeah, and no, it's yeah. definitely not exclusive. Because I wouldn't call myself a foodie, but I'm just ah, you're interested You're Mr. Ice in Cube and the Burger Guy. Oh, I did do oh, that, that for a while. A, yeah, I did. To keep them... Uh, juicy. I guess I've found other methods since then. It's just cooking called, it like, properly. Cooking it better. Yeah. <laughs> You're also the Mr. Salt in every beer guy. Oh, sure. Or yeah. Most Is that a foodie thing? Salt in beer. That's Salt. a new one. Oh, I'm gonna have to ask some people about it. That's somebody. Uh, I know that guy. Kurtek. Good old Kurtek. Kurtek. My man or girl. It's my boyfriend. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, hi, Kurtek. Hi, Kurt. <laughs> Last name, Eck. <laughs> or is it Eck? We've, we've cracked the code. <laughs> we have. Is he a, did you meet on Pittsburgh Foodies? We did not. Okay. We met the old-fashioned way on a dating app. <laughs> nice. Your parents both arranged it. The new right. old-fashioned way. <laughs> yeah. It's an arranged relationship. Through an app, though, so it's still... It's... It kind of is arranged in a way, you know? Yeah. The app arranged it. They're yeah. like, here, date this person. Right, because your yeah. criteria match up and... I would submit God ordered it. Mm. Ordered he or ordered, ordained? He, ordered, he orders our steps, so... Hmm. He ordered it for each of them and then ordained it by bringing them together through ordered steps. How's that? I like that that a lot better. Yes. Okay. So what's going on with everybody? We're getting down to the nitty gritty Christmas. Five days left. I will tell you, I still have a little shopping to do, but it's, and I do, it's, it's just a little, so I think I'll be all right. But I have had a heck of a sort of concert season, couple weeks here and, um, I was telling you what, guys. May I ask you? Yeah. And Ashley, chime in for you have experience in this. Is it more the concert event? Nope. Is it the preparation oh, for Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what's the worst thing about this time of year? Rehearsing fifth graders for a concert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's the best just... time of the year? When they they it. sing and, mm-hmm. and and having people say, "Wow, your yep. fifth graders sounded mm-hmm. really good." That like, was for so the very nice. first time tonight. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> So do, do you start with them like at the beginning of uh, like for the Christmas concert? Do you start like in September when we start there? singing in um, middle to late ish October, oh, second okay. half of October? Okay, yeah. And we on each grade level does three songs, okay. and we put moves to it and mm-hmm. have a good time. But yeah, um, nice. It's a struggle. The older the kids get, the more of a struggle it is because they're reaching that middle school type. Yeah, mentality, which mm-hmm. is just a tough. It's just tough. Yeah, they don't all want to be there, and they're they are more vocal about it when they're that age, you know, than uh, when well, they're a little younger. Yeah, we went to um, a middle school. Abby's uh, had one on what was it? Yeah, you had a big Monday week. night. Yeah, and then uh, Ethan had one last night. So middle. Dude, school how long was that? I saw the program. Oh my gosh, Abby's was two hours. Woof! Um, Junior high, twelve hours. Yeah, or two boy, hours. That's a long. <laughs> yeah, it seems like twelve G- hours. Yeah, <laughs> they. Yeah, it was. It was uh, several choirs. Um, so uh, several choruses, several orca. One orchestra that did like I don't know. They did like eight songs with, with wow. the orchestra. That's the wow. strings, and then the brass, like the band, um, did. It just went on and on. It was Mister. It was it was my favorite, Mr. Um, July. No, well he was he was part of it, and then there was also Mr. Wolf. Oh, Mr. Wolf, which uh, is the one that's the fake Russian. Uh, Mr. <laughs> he's Ukrainian, Mr. July. Mr. July from Bessemer. But, yeah, he's yeah. from North my, Bessemer. Yeah. My, so we <laughs> he puts we, on that accent. We did the middle school on Monday night, and then we did Ethan's last night, and I told Lex that. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> no, no. I told her like watching, watching actually all of them, but especially the high school kids last night. It's like Penn Hills always like Penn Hills gets a bad rap, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was. It's great to see our kids with the musical and the, and this kind of an event with the choir and everything. They're having so much fun, but at the same time, there's not really dead weight. They're like they're taking it seriously, like and they're very much into it. Mm-hmm. 
but they're also having a good time. There's that really good balance, you know, and th- like I find that really refreshing because you're not like, ah, oh, kid's just a jerk off and he's, you know, just messing around up there. Like all the kids are loving it, but they're all doing a really good job. So I, I appreciated that. And like, it sounds like that's what your kids do too. Like they get to the, mm. they get to, yeah, they get to it. It's and, a little different because, well, once you're in classes. the moment, yeah, mine are like, it's, it's a requirement. So every fifth grader, for example, in the school has to, has do, to it. do it. So no, not everybody not wants to be it. there. However, mm-hmm. it is a school event. It's, it is a requirement. So they know that they need to be there. And when it comes time to, perform in front of their families yeah they do a nice job yeah they pull yeah yeah. but rehearsals are tough rehearsals can be tough because there are kids that are like i just don't care that's like herding cats (laughs) man that's like herding cats but it's i mean in the end it's rewarding but this uh, this was for me one of the most difficult like rehearsal lead up couple of weeks that i've ever done i saw just i saw a meme and it's one of those side-by-side pictures and it's like um the first picture is like the one of the presidents that come in like the beginning of their presidency and then like at the end of it mm-hmm. you know they're all haggard and it was like <laughs> music teachers in in the fall music teachers at christmas right yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and me teaching online school now i don't have oh. ensembles anymore oh, but wow. i i did teach middle school choir and orchestra for seven years and the last couple of years they had combined seventh and eighth grade together so i had like 150 kids mm, wow. against me and <laughs> against I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it hence, feels hence yeah. now she teaches online All right <laughs> They can't yeah. reach through the screen. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, my internet went out. Right, right. Yeah, but I the uh, Facebook memories have been coming up and reminding me of the concerts. And like I feel the same way as you, Chris. It, it, it the concerts were always so much fun and just exhilarating, and the kids were so well behaved. Mm-hmm. Um, but those couple of weeks, especially leading up to the concert, yeah. was so. Let me tough. ask both of you: This is the juice worth worth the squeeze? Is the concert good enough to make up for? The headache of the rehearsals. I think so. Yeah, for sure. It is, but just barely. But just <laughs> well. And here's the thing: is I've already been thinking like, oh well, for next year, mm-hmm. I really need to like adjust my rehearsals, like how many well, I'm yeah, going to have. You said that and to how, me. And yeah. where? Yes. Like, are they going to be in my room versus the auditorium? Because it's just too. You get them in that setting of the auditorium, yeah. and it's all different, and it's yeah. there's distractions and. Um, yeah, so it is, and it really, the concerts went very well. I, most, I got, you know, several nice compliments from administrators and parents and things. So that that all is good. I want people to come. And, and I, we, I've, I told the kids this year, and we've talked about it, like, with principals before, like, this is the biggest event of the, the school year. Like, it has the most kids involved, because every kid in the school gets up there and sings. Mm-hmm. The most parents come. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's huge. Do you, do you do a spring one too? No, no. This, this is, is it. it. This it's is a is one it. and oh, yeah. done. This is a Super Bowl. Yeah, but and the the other thing, music education, philosophically speaking, um, a lot of it's just like, well, we're just singing. Like we're having a good time. We're putting mm-hmm. on a, a performance and it's singing. And there's there's obviously music is a performing art. And I don't want to get all into too much of that. But my point is, I'm glad I don't do something in the spring because I like to just sort of like. Phase Shut back into yep. all right. Don't do anything. You're punched out. <laughs> no, no, that's not the opposite <laughs> of what I mean. I like to get back into like really getting like involved in like music activities and concepts and mm-hmm. the kids. You it's know, like by December you have to teach the standardized test. Then after right. you get to be a teacher. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm. I understand it. Analogies. For me, I had a mini revelation this morning. So Monday, we went to fix the water damage in my basement uh, that I thought was from the bricks on the back of the house that we fixed over a year ago. Oh! But then when we opened it up, Hunter was like, "Uh, it's wet. And I'm like, crap, does that mean the brick pointing didn't work, whatever? Well, we found it was leaking. And we found the leak, which was good. It's right there, and that's good. And I called the insurance company, and they're like, yep, it's covered. Go ahead. And I'm like, can I fix it? Yeah, just take pictures. That evening, I get a phone call from the insurance company. And, you know, I have to give the full statement, everything else. And at the end of it, she said, when did you first notice the water? And I'm like, I don't know. Depends on what you're talking about. Because, like, we saw that it was damaged like a year ago. But, you know, who knows what? She goes, well, you know, if it's, a, if it's an older leak, it's not covered by your insurance. It has to be a newer leak. Gosh. 
And so I was like, okay. And, I, and she's like, so I'm going to have to talk to my supervisor. And I think I figured out that I've spent over $70,000 on homeowner's insurance in 25 years. And I've had one claim for, I think, $2,000 when a tree fell in my house. But I was like, all right, this is clear, clearly a spiritual thing. I didn't get any bad news yet. So I'm not going to overfocus on it. And I did well. And then yesterday morning, she calls me. I call her back. She's like, yeah, we have to get a specialist out to do a review of your house, whatever else. So I call her back. She doesn't pick up. I leave a message. I don't hear anything the whole day yesterday. And I'm like, are they really going to try to not pay? You know, I got a water dripping in and all this stuff. And there's a longer story. And I didn't do well with it overnight. Like I started to obsess a little bit. And it was also mm -hmm. because Rachel has her weighted blanket on mm -hmm. and he pulls the comforter off of me. But the point <laughs> of the story is this. <laughs> I was uh, in the morning I woke up and was, she hears this. And I, oh yeah, I was just grumpy. And I'm like, okay, this is bothering me, but I still didn't get any bad news. Why is this bothering me? And I sat down with Rachel and I was like, okay, what emotional need is this not meeting or taking from me? And she's like, well, security. And I'm like, eh kind of no whatever and then i was able to put it together that one of my biggest problems growing up and this is gonna get a little deep for a second but it was such an aha moment i wanted to share it you know your parents are supposed to take care of you and yes in many ways mine did but in a lot of ways my dad certainly didn't financially and then my mother didn't in a lot of ways emotionally because she was going through her own trauma and mm -hmm. so she was at least absent or like when i would come home from hanging out with my dad she'd be crying so your parents are supposed to take care of you, and they didn't for me, and that was a hurt. Well, what's an insurance company supposed to do? Take care of you. Take care of you. Mm. And then here they are, not mm -mm, well, taking might, care of we me. We might not. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's this nebulous middle mm -hmm. ground. And I was like, wow, wow, how does anybody get through a day? Like, I was able to put that all together, and it wasn't easy for me. Mm -hmm. So that was my revelation. Wow. That's interesting. So... So here's the crazy part of the story. Yeah. So the specialist calls me today at two o'clock and I'm talking to him. And I said, listen, I got to be honest with you. I'm a little frustrated. I haven't had a lot of communication with the you insurance related company. The whole story. And I said, you know, my <laughs> dad didn't pay income taxes for two years and they froze my birthday money account. They didn't freeze it. They took it. Point of the story is this. He goes, well, don't get mad at me yet. And I was like, okay, you could have dropped the yet. But we keep talking. He goes, you know, by the way, I know that house. So what house? He goes, your house. He goes, I was friends with the previous, one of the previous owners. Well, we've lived there for 25 years. Yeah. He goes, yeah. And he mentions the guy's name. And I think to myself, I go, all right. I said, yeah, how's he doing anyhow? <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. We talk a little bit more. And, yeah, I know that house. And I said, yeah, we put some money into it. And, you know, <laughs> like, blah, that's blah, been leaking since back then. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely not going to cover it. And at the very end, he goes, all right, we'll be there Tuesday. He said, you know, bring any bills that you've already paid, whatever else you got, bring copies of that. He goes, and now I don't know if your agent needs to be there or not. I said, oh, yeah, she said she wants to be there when you're there. He's like, all right, well, hey, she'll either be there when I'm there or she's out of luck. I was like, that's right. It's you and me against her, pal. That's right. So that's, 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 that's unbelievably frustrating. Ah, that's great. And you, the whole time I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so Joe and Rachel aren't feeling well. The whole thing's happening with the house. All right, clearly, it's a spiritual attack mm -hmm. trying to distract me. But from what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? What am I supposed to be Just focusing on? Generally what? having peace. And Food. Food. Yeah. Good point. No, I was going to focus on how Ashley's been. Yeah. Ah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well. Huh. I've been good. So I had to look up the last time I was on. It was about a year and a half ago. April of 2022. We were upstairs. We were upstairs. Oh, yes. The upstairs days. Yeah. Um, still have the same job. I'm loving my job. It's it's awesome. Um, it's fun to connect with the kids in a different way, you know. So instead of seeing them in person every day, um, I don't really see them over Zoom. I see their little pictures or just their names. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, work is going great. And um, were you just starting that format? Back then, I was. Or you, I, had you had just like recently started. Yeah, it? I had been doing it for about six months. Yeah, and okay. when I accepted the job, I didn't really know if I would like online teaching or not, especially for music. I wasn't exactly sure yeah. if I would miss the How ensembles would, yeah. and everything. But um, I, I don't really. I mean, I miss it sometimes, like around Christmas time yeah. and and the memories and whatnot. But I really love. I, I love my job. It, it has a great work life balance for me. Uh, my supervisors and all of my colleagues are wonderful. The, the morale is just super high. And I noticed that at the very beginning, and I was wondering if it would go away. And it hasn't. Yeah, nice. It's still great. 
That's awesome. That's excellent. Yeah. So do you get to kind of make your own schedule or do you kind of have a framework and you are flexible? Do you have flexibility? Um, I have a lot of flexibility. I mean, I work from, my schedule is from eight to four, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, but I only actually teach three classes a week. Okay. So I teach Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning, mm-hmm. a 45 minute class. And then the rest of that time, um, we're supposed to be um, editing our lessons for kids. So like kids with IEPs or kids just with... Um, uh, different accommodations you might think would be be better for them. So we edit lessons, we contact the kids and the parents via phone and Zoom and email and the chat feature on our website. And I have more meetings than I did at a regular mm. school, um, which is fine. You know, just something I had to get used to. Mm-hmm. But yeah. How how much time does the, um, the foodie group... Um, well, that's a great question. Consume. Um, not a whole lot, to be honest. I mean, we are still approving every single post that comes through and every member that comes through as well. Um, so between my other admin and I, um, yeah, not really not. It's really not that bad. She wakes up earlier than I do. So she always empties the, the inboxes first and then, uh, just throughout the day we'll check it. And, um, I like, I like to try to post every few days you know mm-hmm. just so i mean it kind of like runs itself so right. to speak yeah. just because there are so many Lots people, of people in it asking questions and right ta- discussing it amongst themselves mm-hmm. is it something that you still enjoy and look forward to to engaging with yeah yeah it is i would say at the beginning um like our first year we were really trying to push engagement and we were doing all kinds of contests and giveaways and we even uh I say try. We tried to have a picnic um, uh, the, the first year that we were um, uh, in business, but only like nine people came, I think. And we had about 10,000 or 15,000 people at that point. So right. wow, it was a little disappointing. What year was it? Was that during like COVID? No, I think it was like September of the following year. So 2021. Okay. So it was kind it depends of- on who you are. Right. For some people, that was still COVID. That was still peak COVID for some people. <laughs> right. I think it's still COVID. Still peak COVID for <laughs> yeah. some people. It still is. Eric's yeah. head is. Oh, by the way, Eric's with us. He's just on tech. We didn't mention that tonight. Yes, he's still there. He's waving for all of you who are listening. And have you watching. thought? Have you thought about doing another live event? Not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Acrosure really. Stadium. Sixty thousand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Everybody yeah. brings their dollar for Ashley. Well, if every one of her um, members came to Acrosure Stadium, yeah, they would fill uh, it like three quarters of the way full. Because I think it's More like, oh, no, no. It's only like 65, right, right. 68. Well, this isn't stadium time in Rome, but you know this what? This is lunchtime. It is lunchtime in Rome. And we're not necessarily a food podcast, but tonight, for the most part, we really are. And we're talking about Christmas, which it just occurred to me the other day. I was thinking, man, Thanksgiving, I was talking with Ashley about it. You know, that's the that's the foodie holiday. But Christmas is second. See, I flag like, day. I get it. I, get I, I put it. <laughs> I put Christmas right up there with Thanksgiving. See, you in do. My mind, I do. Yeah, in my memories as well. Those are like almost equal. I would say nah, as far as family dinners. <laughs> you can't trust well, my really mind. In there? Wait yeah, till you get you to the know. end of this podcast, and you'll see why. <laughs> Yeah. So we, I put out on my Facebook and the Lunchtime in Rome Facebook pages, uh, just people to give their responses. And so I just thought we would break it down, take a look at what people eat, what we eat here at the table, mm-hmm. and go through it, starting off with the main courses. Mm-hmm. How many of you at the table do seafood? I do not. Like, do we like it or do for, we do no, it for, for Christmas? This oh. is all for Christmas. Not so you guys us, don't no. Cesarato. No, and my mm. so my dad's dad was a hundred percent Italian. Yeah, and he passed away when I was a baby. I never knew him. Mm. And my dad doesn't cook. He makes a mean wedding soup, and he made really good what we call Boy Scout eggs. But other Ooh. than that, what's a Boy Scout egg? So I was a Boy Scout, by the way. A, bo- a Boy Scout egg is when you take a piece of bread and then you use a cup or something else to cut oh, a okay. hole in the middle uh-huh. and then butter it and then put the the egg in the middle and cook it in a pan. What's called a, a turtle? A turtle isn't it also turtle. like uh, like in a nest or something? Eggs in a frame, eggs in a basket, eggs in a nest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we called them Boy Scout eggs, but That's what they call them? Yeah, so he makes a mean one. He of makes those. a mean one. He of does. Those. He does. But you other than do that, that like he doesn't toast. cook. You should French that bread. Mm-hmm. I think I've done that once. I might not have. It might have been delicious. 
It might have been it terrible. Might, <laughs> I might, might, might not never have happened. Might not have happened. You have no idea. So, so seafood is a, an Italian thing at Christmas. Well, the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here is our quiz for the day. What are the items that are in the feast? Any of these items that are in the Feast of the Seven Fishes? Wait, are they not all fish when you say items? Mm, technically, some aren't. Oh, uh, all right. Crap. No. Do you say crab or crap? Crab. Uh, yes, you Uh-oh. could have. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> Tuna. Okay. Nope. Shrimp. Yes. Oh, you stole mine. Oh. Uh, I got to guess some interesting fish. Scallops. Nope. What what kind of fish swim in the Mediterranean? Um, Greek fish. Greek. Cod. Oh, you're getting there. Now, see, well, that's... Yes. Tilapia. Wait, you said cod? Yeah, I said What cod. kind of cod? You should know this. I should know this. I don't know Bacala. this. Bacala. That's salted, dried, ah. salted cod. Oh. You have to soak it for like a week. Yeah. Just to get it back to being cod. I had something wow. in South Africa like that. It was not cod. It was was it? It was called snook. 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 Yes. Yeah, oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it was extremely salty. You have to be careful. It comes right up behind you. Yeah, it's snook up on me. I'm gonna go with porgy. Nope. Is that a fish? I think it's a fish. Um, mussels. Yes. Oh, man. Right. Pittsburgh foodies representing tilapia. Nope. I would get away from fish. Pretty much cod, you're only fish, fish. Wow. Except for whiting. What about whiting? I don't know if that's a fish, I fish. I think it's a fish. fish. Okay. What about I eel? So. I was going to give you guys whiting, White. by the way. Eel? Nope. Turtle. Octopus. Think pizza. Cal- calamari. Wait, did you say octopus? Yeah, yes. Cal- octopus and squid. Look who's coming in hard. Yeah. An- anchovies? Yes. Ooh, how many? That's Is that seven? That's six. Six. Oh, just keep going. Did we say scallops yet? So they're What'd not. A, so wait scallops. A scallops not part of it. Are you are you hinting that the feast of the seven fishes is not all fish and is not seven? <laughs> you said anchovies. You could have also said herring. Similar, close. Uh, sardines. 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 And you also could have said Chilean sea bass. <laughs> That's so similar. <laughs> Smelts. <laughs> you weren't going to get that. Isn't that what you do to metal? There's only three more. Think, <laughs> think vacation. Uh, not mussels. Uh, mu- uh, mussels. Not tr- clams. Eric comes in with clams. Oysters. Oysters. Nope. Stop thinking about vacation. <laughs> think about vacation if we had a lot more money. Um, lobster. Caviar. There you go. Lobster. Ooh, look at her. She is a foodie. And lastly, eel. I oh, he said, said, eel. said eel. Whoa. Jay. Jay, he said eel. So we got eel, lobster. Um, Name all seven. He calamari and or squid and octopus. Twelve. Uh, Twelve items. Um, <laughs> smelt. Yep. Well, wait, wait, Anchovies. Wait, octopus. Mussels. Whiting. Don't forget about whiting. Oh, yeah. Whiting. But yeah. So it can include any of those. But I guess you bring it out in seven different dishes. Uh, and you, you can do it however. But yeah, I Any looked it up. I was like, you know what are the fish of the seven, you know, the feast of the seven fishes? So Jay, you you didn't do it. No, this as, is this is Wikipedia. No, 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 Excuse no, no, me, I the mean, book of you, knowledge. Jay, we Mitlo, did it once growing up. Mitlo, okay. And let me just tell you, you have <laughs> I want to go back to the bakala, which is the which by the way, not baklava. Mm-hmm. You'll be highly disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> not right. baklava. And not no. <laughs> but um if you don't rinse out that bakala, that salted cod for a lot of times you are going to have a salt fish in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Sounds like um, fish jerky or something. Like <laughs> that's kind of what it is. They yeah. used to have anything about like labriolas back in the day. They would just have a bucket uh-huh. and it would just, I mean, it's harder than a rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Janet Amato does that. She was the only one, Ryan McGuire, good old Ryan. He said he had it once when he was at his mo- uh, stepmother's. But other than that, he said we had, they just had boring food. We did totally by happenstance. Um, well, actually, you know what? I uh, this has become a Thanksgiving story. I might have mentioned on our Thanksgiving episode that we used to go out for a few years when family went different directions, and we did Buca de Beppo. Oh, did I, I was going to say, I thought you were talking about in Titusville. I swear you did no. mention that. Because the seafood in what? Titusville must be <laughs> really delicious. They get it right out of oil creek. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but no, you mentioned this. Yeah. Around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because we yes. talked about the paintings and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So Book sorry. Look at that memory. That's a Thanksgiving uh, thing. 
And I couldn't remember MK Ultra earlier tonight. Oh, well, another podcast for another time. They well, that's true. They wiped it. On you. Uh, Polly said he loves uh, Polly uh, Lama. Said nice. he loves seafood. Yeah, he didn't really get too in depth with his answer, but he did. <laughs> I love how it is in, in the, uh, the the notes here. Do you f- seafood? Do you eat it at Christmas? Paul does. <laughs> Paul does. That's all Paul, I got. Bullet point one. Paul cared enough, but Paul that was does. it for our seafood entries. Um, we do not, although the general. He always makes chipino, which is like a uh, different version of a. Is that coffee grinds and no, no. It's like a seafood stew. That's what is your seafood stew? Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, not paella. No, um, that's rice. No, um, gumbo. People, no, never mind. I'll stop thinking about it, and then it'll come to me. But yeah, it's just like a, it's a, a seafood uh, stew. That's what the general makes. Mm-hmm. Is is it just kind of a hodgepodge, like whatever you have left over? You Liter- throw? No, he just goes to Sam's Club and buys like mixed seafood bag. Oh, okay. did you say it. jambalaya? Would I say it or did I say it? I mean, oh, that's not that what was I was my thinking. Guess. Of. Yeah, no. If I, start talking about the meat and yeah. give me a second to think, and meat. I will say, oh, it's called. Yeah, uh, that's what we. So for us, uh, it um, <laughs> Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving is turkey, and yeah. Christmas is ham. Okay, mm-hmm. that's just that's right. just the way it, it always is. Like we, I mean. You don't cross those things. We never, and I do see your your parents on that list for ham. Um, Booyah bays. There it is. Booyah, uh, Booyah bays. I was sorry, right, right on the tip of my tongue. No. Yes. We've never been like a red meat. I think we've had ham one. No, you know what? I take it back. I'm getting my holidays confused. Speaking <laughs> of Halloween, we're ham at Easter, people. Oh, okay. ham yeah. definitely yeah. Easter. Yeah. So we don't. That's we never Jesus double up. So up. like turkey at Thanksgiving. So that means no turkey at at Christmas. Nobody mentioned turkey at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. goose. They're for sale. Everybody have goose. A Christmas goose. Oh, a fine Christmas goose. Oh, the, it's all right, right up your thing. Christmas uh, goose. Uh, Christmas uh, fish. Yeah, right. <laughs> all your favorite bands. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that is nice. But we we do ham. I think we historically did, and I think we do ham at christmas as well but it's definitely an easter food Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i see prime rib on here and i will say when i first met lex the first year that like the first time i met her parents um flew out to colorado and it was it was christmas time her mom did prime rib it's mythical in my mind i'll never ever go back there i'll never have a prime rib as good as that Mm. it was just the best thing in the world and then um, while her mom was alive for those couple of years that, you know, after we got married, um, we, I think we did it every, every year that we got together with them. So we did prime rib. And then like when we got together with my family, it would be ham. So I have a question for the table, but specifically Ashley as the foodie, what percentage of people that say they have prime rib for Christmas dinner are actually having prime rib and what percentage are just having a standing rib roast? Ah, that's a good question. So the difference being, yes, I was. Yeah, prime rib is the top five percent of beef. It gets prime designation, and then like it's the next five expensive. is choice, and then from like ninety to eighty is select, as far as like the quality mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. So like I bought it at Aldi, and I think it's select. Mm-hmm. Well, you mm-hmm. said standing. What's standing? Well, that's just. It may, I think that means it has the bone with it. Oh, I should know this. I don't uh, know. This. You, you're you're much more wide. Yeah, in your you know the percentage? No, I don't. I don't know that anybody knows because it's unknown. Who knows what's who's buying what? Right. But I think more often than not, people say they have prime, prime rib. rib and, you didn't yeah. have prime rib. I, I know we did. Nine and out. <laughs> nine and out. She she right. got the prime rib. Well, like and right she, now at Aldi, I'm sorry, it's seven ninety nine on sale for the rib roast. Uh-huh. And on at Sam's, it's choice, which is above the Aldi, and it's thirteen ninety nine. Hmm. A pound. When we got our cow, I know I, we have a prime rib, or we have something. We have a rib roast. We have a rib roast. Okay. Well, so. I don't know if we have the whole roast, but rib steaks. But mm. you would have to have the cow, <laughs> to, you know, to know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Like they would have to look at it, so we'd have to measure yeah. it and say, okay, this is that. Well, with this prime rib, nine and L, my my mother in law also made this this horseradish sauce, horseradish, and it was like it was real light and fluffy. Like she put it through. Like almost like a straining kind of a thing, like uh, like a cheesecloth. Mm-hmm. She did something with the cheesecloth, and it came out very light, and it went so well with the prime rib. And it was you're nodding yes. Are you familiar with this technique? No, I'm, I'm wondering if she strained it, it and did, took some of like it got some of the liquid out. 
that's yes, what made it fluffier. Liquid was coming out, and and then yeah, I don't remember the whole. Wait, process. what did she serve? That which came through the cheesecloth, or that which remained inside the cheesecloth? I believe it was what remained inside the cheesecloth. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I I did it once myself, but this was. I mean, this was years and years Fascinating ago. Fascinating. It was so good. It was so good. I am a fan of beef with like some horseradishy type type mm-hmm. things. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've done. Um, my mom has started making when we get together with that side of the family. She does beef on weck. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, which means basically a sandwich. It's I, a piece yeah, of it's on. Yeah, and, <laughs> it's so funny. My poor wife, my poor gluten free Amy, can't eat the weck because they get it from Warner's Bakery in Titusville, which is birthplace of the smiley cookie BTW. Because mm, ah. the We've had this discussion. The 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 founder of um, Eaton Park is from Titusville. I don't think we have. It's the founder of Eaton Park from Titusville. Truth, yeah. And wow. He, and he based his smiley cookies off of the Warner's Bakery smiley cookies. They should sue, right? What's the name of the group? The whatever hospitality group. I don't know what you're talking about. That owns Eaton Park. I don't know. All right. I Sorry. sat next to their president one time. But. Their weck has extra gluten, oh. so she my mom brings extra glutiny bun sandwich or dinner I think roll not. things. She's been trying to off She's, Amy yeah, for exactly. Years. Oh, she hates her. her little boy from him. <laughs> well, if you have a rib roaster joining Sally's sister in law, not the hers, but Sally's sister in law, so that's your aunt in law. Aunt, aunt Sandy, I believe. The good Denny Finnegan and Joanne Laffey Abed. Who uh, is a graduate of Penn Hills High School along with me, and um, not rib roast, which pardon my outline, I screwed it up. But uh, Kelly Marie, formerly Johnette, uh, they do a full fillet, which I was checking the prices on that today, like a full one. Yeah, do they do beef Wellington? I, I don't wonder. know. I don't know. We'll have to ask her. You have hmm. beef as number one under under the like because I think we skipped like I feel like we kind of skipped beef. What when you say beef, you talking about hamburgers? No, like see, we did beef. We did prime rib, yeah, and then yeah. underneath that's fillet. So we're covering the beefs. Oh, okay. The outline screwed up. All right, and then we got ham. We already talked about ham briefly. Well, I see a lamb, which that for us, I will say that is again. You can't double up. You can't mix and match. Like lamb is New Year's. That was Amy's family. Amy's family tradition is New Year's Day dinner lamb. Now we haven't we haven't done it for a few years, but but that I would say for several years we did all the things that like like I would my dad would cook the absolute and this sounds like it's almost bad crap out of a leg of lamb bone in Mm. leg of lamb he'd stab it and stick the garlic all the way down Mm. in all the way up next to the bone. And it would just come out black, and it would be the perfect amount of char, and it would be medium rare. And I wow. mean, my mouth's watering. It, it has so never been the same. And they, you know, every year, Uncle Rick would be like, "Oh, do you have any mint jelly?" And everybody would yell at him for the mint <laughs> jelly. And you know, oh, it's just yeah. I love it. And I've made it since. We have a running. Well, I have a running joke that the one worship song we done. We, we've done. Um, you know the one. Holy. Uh, Oh, I always screw it up. I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but um, oh, this is a good story. But um, <laughs> the lamb has overcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's forever, forever. Hallelujah. We uh, sing hallelujah. Yeah. And yeah. And it's what we sing. Hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. hallelujah. The, the lamb, lamb has overcome. overcome. And I always, because yeah. after my dad died, or as he got towards that, Bob would make it. And so I would always sing in church, uh, Bob Pleszkowski ruined it. Bob Pleszkowski <laughs> ruined it. The lamb was overdone. <laughs> it's good you to know sing, where your mind was at yeah, during the your The number of bastardizations of worship songs that are in my head. <laughs> we do one every year Christmas uh, where there's a bad rhyme. And I, yeah, it's the worst. But I love a good leg of lamb. I, yeah. I, I don't do a lot yeah. of other lamb. Do you do lamb? I have never. <gasps> I cooked lamb once. It was well, like a. It was a lamb roast. But I, other than that, I've never done lamb. Gyro meat is lamb, right? Mm-hmm. Ugh, I, I think it's a mix of things, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But gyro meat, lamb. Yeah, it's like a hamburger. The hamburger meat. It's like all smashed. Yeah, or like a, a chicken nugget. Yeah, you know, like just blend everything I'll together. Tell you what, man, if I could. <laughs> If I could get one of those spits that they, oh they, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and like I would just walk by and my, like in my house I would walk by and just shave a piece off every once in a while. Yeah, calling him Brian, Brian Schwarma. <laughs> <laughs> Schwarma. I would love that if I was super rich. Now, would you go more Schwarma? Would you go more 
like gyro? Would you go more or switch switch out? You know, yeah. Go with uh, whatever they call it. Yeah, there's this uh, show on. Shut off. There's this show on Netflix called Somebody Feed Phil, and he. uh, Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, do you like it? Oh my gosh, I love it. I I could watch it every day. Every day, yes, it's amazing. Uh, Phil Rosenthal, the writer of Everybody Loves Raymond, he travels the world Uh and eats. And it's just fantastic. And I wish I had that job. But yeah, he went to Mexico City and they had the the spit with, you know, the meat. And you stack the, up the chicken and you put the mm-hmm. pineapple on the top. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. What I'm talking about. We could talk about churrascarias, the, the Brazilian steakhouses mm-hmm. with the spits. With just uh, oh. you, know who, you know how you know if you're wealthy? I'll tell you. Um, Although I did hear another podcast. A guy said, if, you're, if your couch doesn't touch the wall. <laughs> That's a good one. If your that couch does not one. touch the wall, you're yeah. wealthy. Yeah, because huh. your room's big enough, you can actually have space right. behind the couch. <laughs> right. You have a specific seating area. Right. Yeah. But another one. It's a dream um, of mine. Is if you go to a Brazilian steakhouse and you don't leave uncomfortable. Oh, you don't have to get your your money. You got to get worth. your hundred bucks yeah. worth. You know, you yeah. got to go to the buffet three times and you keep that green <laughs> thing up there the whole time. Yeah. Like I've never left, not kind of considering dying. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's weird because when you go there, if, if you're strictly eating the meat, like you're you're just shoveling the meat in your mouth, and then you leave. And I feel like it's almost like one of those things with like Chinese food. Like when I would leave a, when I would leave the steakhouse, and I ate just all the protein, I'd leave, and like 45 minutes later, I'm like, hmm, I could eat again. Oh, mm-hmm. I disagree mm-hmm. completely. Really? No, that satiates, man. Oh, it man. fills you up, stays there for a while. I mean, I don't. Know. I don't know. Before we go on to sides, I had a memory pop up. So I had said, you know, you don't mix and match foods for different holidays. However, when I was pretty young, and we went to my grandparents on my father's side's house for for holidays for for most of my childhood. Good times? Yeah, yeah. Good good, good times. And um, when I was very young, I remember we did double up on turkey. We had turkey for Christmas Eve dinner. Until there was enough of a, I don't, I don't know where who it started. I was young, but a pushback of like this is too much. Like we got to do something different. And from that point on, we did lasagna. Mm-hmm. Anybody else do like a? My mom does stuffed shells. She's been doing stuffed shells Ooh. for years, and she makes this red sauce with um, braised pork in it. It's Ooh. so amazing. But I think that's old school Italian right there. Getting that pork in the sauce. And she's not even Italian. That's, yeah, she married that's, one. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. She's she's a married into Italian. She got please. Uh, the highlight of uh, whenever she makes stuffed shells or lasagna is the garlic bread that she makes. Mm. She'll take a loaf of Italian bread and cut it, you know, long ways through oh, the yeah. side and then slather it with softened butter like and right olive oil and cheese. Yep. Sounds Seal delicious. it all up, put it in the oven, and then she slices it so you kind of have like these sticks. Mm. Uh, and you get the pool because there's cheese in yep, there. Yeah, it's the best thing That's in what the I'm world. Talking about. I found Lex sent me the um, the horseradish thing. Look at that mixed with garlic, white wine vinegar, and heavy cream that's been whipped. So you take like uh, a hor- like the, the horseradish base stuff, yeah, and mix it all together and strain it out and strain it out. Yes, you. I, I know you use cheesecloth. Like I saw her uh-huh. doing it over the sink. So garlic, white wine vinegar, heavy cream that's been whipped. Sounds what if amazing. you just did it in so an immersion good. blender? Because you get the air in that way. Yeah, I mean, I think with an immersion blender, it might be, it might be a little bit more smooth and creamy rather than fluffy. Mm. I'll tell you what, it's one of those things. Like when when you make it, and the, you have leftovers, I'm like, man, I'm eating this with cereal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds terrible. It's uh, it, with, you don't really do that, but it's like I want to eat it with, with crackers a lot of, yeah, or with something. Yeah, yeah. you know how like with cilantro, like I can't eat cilantro. I have the chromosome tastes like soap, whatever mm-hmm. else. I wonder if there is something like that with. I think we've talked about this before as well, but maybe doesn't everybody doesn't listen to every episode. Horseradish, like heavy root, like whether it be wasabi mm-hmm. or horseradish, like if there's this much. I mean, I appreciate the flavor and I like the aroma but it is the predominant flavor like sure. if there's just this much in it yeah it's all i taste like i want to like it yeah but it just takes over is that a thing it could be um it reminds me of a couple times eating sushi where i thought that the glob of green stuff was avocado it was actually well, that's wasabi a, that's a high how are you right there <laughs> yeah but that was having too much of it i'm saying if i just have a little bit of it it's still or yeah. could it be speaking of past hurts and trauma <laughs> 
And I, I was when we were at the Hampton Inn, not the hotel, but the restaurant that used to be on Route 8 for St. Patrick's Day. And I ordered a sandwich, and I was like 15. I was a designated driver, so I must have been 16. And well, it had you were 15, nobody cared. Right. And I don't know. My parents were rule followers. Oh, okay. Um, but it had horseradish. And I'm like, oh, I like bacon horseradish dip. So sure. It had like a slice. Oh. So I bit into it and thought I was dying. Yeah. So I wonder if it's just past trauma. Mm. Could be. Just a, like a quarter inch thick slice of horseradish. I would say an eighth of an inch at least. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I thought something was very wrong. <laughs> like it was. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Like I've never heard of just slicing horseradish and serving it like that. I mean, it was probably a beef sandwich, but. Yeah. It was a bit strong. Yeah. But lasagna, I know that Amy makes lasagna, the very famous Amy lasagna. We would always do a dish, um, cavatini, we called it. And it was basically like unformulated lasagna. So you would just do like uh, a okay. layer of like the wagon wheel shells and other shells, and then a layer of pepperoni, and then a layer of sausage, mm. and then sauce and cheese. And then you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it until you fill the thing up. I mean, the pan would be like somewhere around like 90, 95 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and you top it, and you brown it, and you top it off. But yeah, yeah. stuffed shells. Oh, oh, a good hey, stuffed shell. And you're, are you yeah. talking for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. other times as well, but it was definitely on the Christmas Yeah, kind of a thing. Would spaghetti you? pie sometimes. Mm -hmm. What is that, just like of. a casserole? It's a spaghetti and sauce into a pie dish, and you can cut it. And With crust? It. No. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. I think you put in like a spring form pan, yeah. Like the, the cheesecake pan. It mm. just so it, it takes a mm. form. It's it more a little the, shape. Yes. More the so excuse me. More so than a casserole. <laughs> it's spaghetti, but in a shape. <laughs> <laughs> Other sides. Your your dad was great, or or maybe it was your mom. Sally posted, and we do all the regular traditional sides. Yeah. Period. <laughs> like there's not many creative sides. I don't think with Christmas. My mom is insistent on corn. I don't know why. <laughs> she has to have corn. Specifically at Christmas? Yeah. Well, anytime we like, you know. Any family big any, meal. Any meal, yeah. It has to, she has to have corn. And like, I don't even know if she eats it. I think. <laughs> she likes the color. Wait, who is it? Who is it that does the corn race? One of corn Rachel's race? friends. Who is it? Maybe. What's a corn race? What do you mean? Wait, nobody here at the table knows the corn race? I know the corn kid. No, the corn race. Oh, oh, ah, she's going to be so mad at me that I don't remember who it was. But. Like everybody puts either five or ten bucks in, and then the first one to find the corn in their poop. Wins. Oh, stop it! <laughs> oh no, this is terrible. Yeah, my, when my parents say typical, they're talking Gosh. mashed potatoes and corn sure. and veggies and and not to forget the story potatoes. of I think it was three Thanksgivings ago when I said we didn't need corn and my mom's like, oh, let's have corn. We should have corn. We should have corn. And the next morning when I went to put. Something in the microwave. I'm like, oh, there's the corn. Oh, yeah, like, in the microwave. Uh, we heated yeah. it up and it never made it to the yeah. table and nobody knew. But no, I don't do any other kind of creative sides. You get, you get some shrimp cocktail, I think, from time to time. Yep, back to my dad the likes uh, that. back to seafood slash sides. Yeah. Well, is that with dinner or is that kind of sitting the appetizer? Out? Yeah. 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 Not with dinner. Yeah. But no, any other kind of Christmas sides? Like that doesn't even make sense. I know. I'm like literally drawing a blank. Like what? Yams. Else do like we I could have? see yams. You know, um, mm -hmm. like candied yams or something like that. Um, Again, we would do. Um, I would say Anna. We called it Anna celery, but it was basically. I always forget it. What is it called? Like the fennel. Mm -hmm. My dad would cut fennel and serve it with like olive oil and oregano and you would just dip it in there and take a bite raw nice mm -hmm. nice dinner like rolls that. and as a kid loved mm -hmm. it as an adult woof that's licorice in your mouth <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> dinner rolls yeah you can always yeah. screw those up i kind of did screw them up on no i didn't really if you ask my family i didn't screw them up but you for Thanksgiving, see we, but we know yes we know up. and then <laughs> i i did it with a different method like a couple weeks later and i, I made bread out of it and i was like this is what it's supposed to be oh, like. You just made, wait, was that you that made the yes, Japanese whatever? Yes, Japanese milk bread. Yeah, yeah tell me it, was, it was fantastic. So you make this thing called a tangzhong. Oh, and sure. it's just a mixture made of, uh, yeah, right. Made it's with orange. Um, you mix flour and then water and or milk on the stove for like five minutes until it turns into a paste, basically. Set it aside. And then you mix everything else as you would with a regular bread. And then you throw this you know, hunk of 
flour paste so in. So is it like a Japanese sourdough starter without fermentation? I, I yes, I, I would say that you could call it that. Somewhere, yeah. some baker's like, <gasps> oh yeah, how dare you? This is I not know. the case. <laughs> yeah, and I have a, I have a, um, a, a baker friend who is she works for uh, Dianoyas, and she is extremely smart and and you know science minded about mm-hmm. this kind of thing. I am not. I mean, I just like to try recipes, and if I make something and I think I can make it better. I like to try it again, mm-hmm. maybe try it a third time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I want to make those rolls for Christmas, and then I also want to make. So you made them for Thanksgiving. I, yeah, I did make them for Thanksgiving. What was wrong with them? They oh, I didn't do the Tangjong yeah. method, uh, but I also don't think that my yeast was uh, properly bloomed. Uh, yes, yes. Um, so they weren't. They were a little bit like uh, dense and heavy. They weren't bad. By any means, and but again, I guess for that crowd, they're like, yeah, perfectly yeah, fine. Yeah, but I wanted them really light and fluffy. I was trying to make Parker House rolls, and you see these videos, and you know, there's they look like just clouds coming apart, and <laughs> it's just wonderful. I'm like, mine don't look like I've this. I've never so made horrible. fresh bread. Does blooming your yeast like does that mean like you? No, I'm serious. You have to do that before you mix it with <laughs> the, the dough. Most cursed <laughs> phrase ever, and it, I said it earlier. <laughs> But of all the things I, I was gonna said, say, when it comes from him, it's like, oh, there's a, there's <laughs> not, a drop. I'm not, it just hits different. <laughs> it just gosh. hits different, Eric said. So right. I mean, it's a serious question. It I, depends. If you're using instant yeast, and I actually just had to look up the difference of this okay. like a week or two ago. If you're using instant yeast, you can put it right in the mixture with the flour and everything okay. and add the water to it. If you're using active dry yeast, you have to activate it gotcha. before you mix it with everything else, like mix it with warm with what? water and yeah, yeah get and up a blooms. little bit. Give them a little poke in the, uh, mm-hmm. right. in the shoulder. Get cool. one. Let me ask this, and this might be a completely different episode. Sure. Disasters when you are expected to cook and perform, like with like Ooh. what you're saying. And and the reason I bring it up is you know, you you mentioned it wasn't how you know I wanted it. You know, probably nobody else cared, but I had an incident couple year a couple Christmases ago, maybe like four Christmases ago, where I didn't have the mashed potatoes ready. And it just was one of these things that just became this thing. You know, and it's like now every time I go to think about Christmas or mashed potatoes, you know, it's not like I'm not crying about it or losing sleep over it. But it's it, a little twinge in the old like you know, like do I'm, people I'm, still bring it up? Everybody's trying to it'll probably be brought up, you oh. know. Or or there there was a, another year, maybe it was the same year where my dad had one job, and he was like, "My sister brought over something in a uh, crock pot, and my, he was my dad was supposed oh, to turn I mean. it off or plug it in or something mm-hmm. like that." And my sister blew up on him, and it's like one of these oh. things where it's like, what? "Did he mean to turn he it off?" He didn't mean to. He didn't mean to do whatever he did, but he didn't do what my sister wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, not to blow up her spot, but it, like so. It might be an interesting thing to talk about. Sure. Like what hurts meal catastrophes come from that? Eric, you should jot that down for a year and a half from now when Ashley comes back. We'll do <laughs> catastrophes. Okay. Um, Michelle Myers, not to be confused with Michael Myers. Oh. Um, <laughs> Italian macaroni salad. I don't. Now, what is Italian sure what macaroni is. salad? Uh, I would say it's your, what you would normally say is like your... Like a pasta salad? Yeah, like a pasta okay. salad. But it's got like, you know, the pepperoni or different it's cured not the, meats. It, it's not the, the black eggy olives. No. Like with mayo pasta mixed salad. In. Yeah, no, it's like the Italian dressing. Yeah. I would Maybe assume. little chunks of... And it's funny because I looked yeah. at that and I was like, well, that's more of a picnic. And then I went, I think we've done that. Like, I think we had it at, right. at Christmas in the past as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like... Is this Dan... You now get into the baking. Yeah. The, the outline's all messed up. I was okay. like, in a hurry. I, this is, kids were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an outline snob. You have to understand. So this is bothering me as I'm oh, looking I'm all at thrown this. Off. I was like baking. What is that? <laughs> what kind of sign is baking? <laughs> so Dan Leopold, I mean, sits with us at the table. He just posted "fu cookies." Yeah, and I went and I commented. I went, "We, you, <laughs> you can't, you, you can't leave it there." <laughs> but he said it's a special way that you make these chocolate chip cookies, and the way you play them down, that they kind of rise up and wisp, and it kind of looks like you're getting the finger. And that's actually the thumbnail <laughs> for our uh, for our episode. Oh, oh that's nice. what those Good. are. I thought they yeah. were like dumplings. But uh, you know, also he said because you're going to eat them all, so it's kind of an fu to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> He's and oh. he makes them with heritage. Wheat, because he has a gluten sensitivity, and so he buys his wheat specialty. But wait, I, I don't see how that works. What's her- okay? It's not it, literally gluten. It's free. never been GMO'd. It's just natural, old school wheat. Yeah, Which yeah. I don't know how you get. It. I mean, I guess there's places you can buy it, but you're about well, to say, yeah, my friend cannot eat 
uh, wheat in the United States, but she can eat yep. it in Europe. Yep. Oh. Yep. I feel like, Jay, you were mentioning a story like that mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, uh, too. Yeah, and Tyler and Kira confirmed that. Yes, that was what it but was. But they're not that sensitive either, but they were like, they, they could just tell. Like, yeah. they were eating pizza after pizza after pizza, and it was nothing. Mm-hmm. So, but this is not gluten-free in Rome. Paul says lamb cake. Yeah, what yeah. the this heck is, is classic lamb cake? Paul. Lamb cake, but it turns out it was for oh, Easter. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I tried to make one of those once. My grandma gave me her mold, and it did not turn out. It's one of those like Pinterest fails. That is, you this see. Like a, nice. is it like a meat pie? No, no, no. Exactly. It's th- it was this what I one, thought. yeah. Th- but this one is is the mold looks like a lamb. Oh, so it you, literally is a lamb shaped cake. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a cake. It's a dessert okay. cake. Yeah, because he wrote, you know, his whole thing was his comment was seafood, period. Lamb cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you? lamb cake sounds like a, a hamburger made you with put lamb the or something. seafood in the lamb and make a cake around it and you eat it. Monkey bread? Monkey you bread. You guys are big monkey bread monkey people. Bread. Yeah, I actually just bought the, uh, the, crescent, yeah. the crescent rolls to make it. That and everything else you did. Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> bought half of Aldi today. Um, yeah, so we do the monkey bread in, um, in the morning and... So you have you you're opening Christmas presents and you got Christmas music going on, but you also have the monkey bread cooking and it, you know mm-hmm. just you made a cup of coffee, so mm-hmm. you got like all these different smells Christmas morning. Yeah, we do cinnamon rolls in the morning, but we just oh, do the store bought. Yes. Is there a, a gluten free monkey bread recipe well, out there? Sure, probably. I yeah. want to make monkey bread now for Christmas morning. Do you? Yeah, to, I do. To do that. Like to have to. the smell in the I house? have a yes. gluten free. I don't know it. where I got it. Gluten free flour. <laughs> yeah, they do the um. What is it? Um, the, is it Bob's Red Mill? They do the one to one baking flour. Yeah, I've used that before. Yeah, but I've got some. I don't know. Where, I, again, I don't know where I got it. Like maybe like you know at a gift store. Maybe even in Ohio when we were in Berlin or whatever. And I've been using that like when I've been making ruse mm-hmm. for my and it's what starter, just flour. Oh, okay, but gluten free. Gluten free and it doesn't affect equivalent right. But I think I'm gonna have how to about that. my my classmate Joanne French toast casserole? I have to question what it is, but it sounds good. That's about all I know. It sounds really she wrote good. French toast casserole, like with eggs in it. Like is it? But what if it's fr- like you wouldn't put? See, I hear casserole and I think savory. Mm. Yeah, and some people like sweet with savory though, and I don't. So, oh, like you're I saying that she make like a McGriddle. Like yeah. it's a syrup and sausage, right? And bacon exactly. And layers exactly. of egg. Like to which I, you're like, I'm here for it. It's uh Meat, good. <laughs> uh, I'm in, Jam, I'm theory. good. <laughs> um, Oswalt's. I don't know. If I have Oswalt's. I don't ever have Oswalt's as a as a side or anything. <laughs> okay, he's, before he's you mock critiquing. me this time, those are all the names are always to the left. So Oswalt's is correct. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. A uh, plot key. Oh, plot, oh, plot key. I love that. Oh, plot key. It sounds, I don't know, Polish? It is. Huh. Like, no, wait. Or is it Ukrainian? Eastern Eric, European? Just looking it up. Yeah, it's it's basically like a communion wafer kind of a thing. Yeah. In and of itself, it's not anything you ever want to eat, but it's very traditional. Mm. Okay. And I love that Ricky Oswald said, yep, I put it in my Christmas soup. Well, they, <laughs> So they break it, they pass it around like there's a big old plot key, and they uh, all break okay. off pieces and whatnot. That's a good use for it, then, it sounds like. Or is that like sacrilegious? Yeah, there's pictures oh, of it man. there. Christmas soup, though. Okay. Looks like uh, cards. It does look like really. I will say yeah. when we were like paper. Can you find the? Co- it is. Is it Polish or it is it like Ukrainian? A, it looks like a phone cover. Yeah, Eric, it does. can you it's look like that a up? Protector. Because when we were at Reminisce Group over at Seneca Manor, many of them talked about Oplotki. Hmm. Um, and uh, so that's a big tradition. And she puts it in her p- Christmas soup, which I love that she calls it Christmas soup. Mm-hmm. Like we all know what Christmas <laughs> soup yeah. is. Yeah. Well, but like, she says. Uh, no, she does. But my point is, it's titled <laughs> Christmas soup. Right. I don't know that that's a thing. <laughs> it's just in her family. She makes the, Christ- the soup yeah. on Christmas. Which potato soup with butter beans and elbow macaroni. Potatoes and butter beans, yes. I mean, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's a good. St- but that's a lot of starchy. That's, that's a starchy yeah. son of a bitch. Right. That's going to stick with you. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and then it. you throw in the, the wafers. <laughs> thicken it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, it sounds good. I, I, go, I go for starches. She tops but... it off with cornstarch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eats it with a wooden spoon, but chews the wooden spoon. Now, I, like, I kind of like this atypical yes. um, foods. Poland and Slavic. Poland and Slavic. Poland and Slavic. Uh, right. 
Apparently, we're going in a circle saying ah. Poland and Slavic. Oh. Your turn. I'm just kidding. Ah. <laughs> he said it. He said it. And for whatever reason, I said it. Slavic. But yeah, Kelly Polish. Marie again. She said to her kids, okay, we're going to have filet. You guys can pick the side. And they went with more meat with wings. wings. That's awesome. That's a great kid thing. What do you want to eat? I don't want to fight with you on Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you want to eat? I want wings. I'm down for it. I'm down for whatever. We always, we've started a tradition probably 10, a little over 10 years ago, I guess. I don't know how long it's been, uh, where we do some kind of Asian on Christmas Eve. Like, mm. So we have Christmas Day, right? We got all the, but we, we do the Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve Asian. How did I forget about mentioning that? Food. Asian food. Asian food. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We have Christmas Eve. We have Asian. an Asian. It wasn't me this time. <laughs> they come around to our house and regale us with Asian Christmas carols. Um, nope. Don't do it. Fun Asian bistro has yep. been our go-to yeah. after the Christmas Eve service. By the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are welcome. After Christmas. Oh, hey. How about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just said that on the podcast. So <laughs> everybody's coming to her house on Christmas Eve now. What is a Chick fil A platter? I believe it's a platter from Chick fil A. I would think so. Yeah. But they, is it more meat? They do, well, they do chicken. I know they do chicken nugget platters where you get like, uh, you know, 200 chicken nuggets on a big round thing with a big thing of chicken nugget sauce in the middle. Um, I don't know if that. I'm just loving the fact that like <laughs> Joanne's got prime rib. She's got French toast casserole <laughs> and a Chick Fil A platter. Yeah. You got like your your gold yeah. medal. You yeah. got your silver medal. You got your upper class, middle class, and every man class. Ch- and Chick Fil A is in its own class. So I mean, you're not trying to say that's like lower class. I said it's every man's class. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. See, I got away from it. Right, I'm, I'm standing up for them. And good old Amy Raymond, homemade pierogies. Oh, that's what nice. she told us. That's what they did. When was just on a Saturday or something? They had pierogi day. Yeah. Oh, that's she was saying that all on day. the pod. I think. Made yeah. And what'd she say? They do a, a mash like potato and cheese. I think. I think that's a pretty traditional filling. Mm. That's my favorite. It's Man, so good. Some homemade pierogies are. And cool. is she asking if they're atypical, or is that you asking, Jay? No, that was me. Like, is that is that yeah. atypical? I mean, I right. Guess. I don't know. Well, considering nobody else mentioned it, then yes, it's not. Typical. Growing up in Titusville, which is also <laughs> Western PA. It, is it? Amy thought it was. It is in the western half. Oh, it's absolutely west. Okay. Don't. It's. It's not southwest. It's west. It's west. It's like northwest. But anyway, I, Amy was like, "You've never heard of pierogies," which I never had growing up. Never had a pierogi. Never well, like heard if, the word. If you look at one of the biggest, I don't want to say that. Guys' grocery. Nope. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Like, Pittsburgh is very underrepresented. But then again, maybe we don't have those 30-year, 40-year cool places as mm-hmm. much. And one of the places they went to was, like, the Starlight Lounge, like, over in Blonox or mm-hmm. whatever. And they were they were making pierogies, and it was like he was describing what they were because people don't know what they Yeah. Mm. Around here, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 It's like French fries. I bought pierogies at Aldi today. And everything else. And everything else. <laughs> <laughs> one of everything. And the rest of the store. Joanne, again, uh, Italian and Polish cookies, rare in the South where she is. Simpsonville, South Carolina. Okay. So that's based on the entire Simpsons uh, TV show. Right. Um, What are Italian and Polish cookies? Like, what would that be? Like, Lady Locks? Yeah. I was just at Moyo's last night. Um, Pizzelles? Making me think of all those cookies. Yeah. I mean, Italian wedding cookies, those little... Kind of like the candy dot in the middle, not candy dot, but that's a different one. Yeah, yeah, the thumbprints that, yeah, lady locks. Um, oh, the apricot twisty ones. Uh huh. That's what I'm talking about. So, what? I don't even like cookies. Those might be. Yeah, so wedding cookies. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Which is also a thing around here. Polish, I don't know. Yeah, people, people like other people to know about Titusville. No, wedding. We're not that far away. Wedding tables. tables, Yeah, yeah, that's just. Really, a Pittsburgh thing. The I was just look looking at an article about this today for some reason. Um, it popped up, I think, on my foodies group. But four years ago in Monongahela, we broke the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest wedding cookie table. Wow! And it was something like eighty-eight thousand cookies. Wow! Two grandmothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I don't know many Polish cookies. But then again, a, plot, and, a plot key. But people out More there listening from. do. We would love to hear from you by uh, interacting with us at our various ways that I said at the beginning of the show. 
Ooh, check this out real quick. I know we're running low on time, but Eric just shared a really cool U.S. map where each state is represented by um, types of cookies they search for, uh, Christmas cookies specifically. What's up with uh, New Mexico cake mix Christmas cookies? Yeah, I don't. What know. is that? Cake? I don't know what that means. Like you, I'm you intrigued. mix like about like a box of cake mix, and you. Just make, make prepare it differently, yeah, than you would a cake, and, and you make cookies out of it. The Northeast is really strongly Italian. Actually, Christmas that's, yeah. that's Arizona. My bad. Actually, so is the Southeast. Right. So maybe Joanne's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. South Carolina says Italian ricotta, ricotta Christmas, Christmas cookies. cookies. Okay. That's new to me. Well, that's what they search for because there aren't any. That's right. Maybe yeah. She, she did all the searching. Yeah, she's the only one. What's Indiana? Uh, peppermint cookies. No. Whatever, bro. Yes. I was in Indiana for four years and never saw peppermint cookies. It's interesting to see the swaths of like, like there's, there's definitely a Midwest searching for like red velvet cookies. I'll tell you what though. That's really interesting. Something I've flown over this country and I've never seen the States that color. (laughs) It is a weird looking map because they're red, gray, green, and pink. I don't think salmon. That's, yeah, salmon. <laughs> salmon. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate of what the states look like. Ah! Oh, what do we got? They look, that's the Italian Christmas cookie. Yeah, it is. Ah. Ah. They look See, the good. ones I had last night, um, they also, had powdered sugar on them instead mm-hmm. of the icing. Eric's showing us an Italian. And you know, Christmas was it they cookie. taste a little bit like the anise, like the. No, they had almond in them. Oh, that's yeah. the whole thing. It's a, see, the Italians is like, you can have almond or you can have anise. Or was it pecan? It. I don't know why they're all Pittsburghers. Is uh, anise? Wait, is that the licorice stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I have an aversion to that. I don't know why anybody Ooh, would choose that. What about old school yeah. anisette cookies? Like the, they're like biscottis, but they're Italian and they taste like okay. That's like I do not like the pizzelles. I, I know that's like there's people that love them. I don't eat them. I do like them. Huh? Almond pizzelles. Eric said almond. No, they're. They make two. Yeah, because you can put almond extract in oh, them okay. instead of the. That was a big thing yes. in Amy's house growing up, where pizzelles yeah. around like the holidays. She loved. I. I yeah. She loved um, them. What are some factors affecting our holiday meals? We're not going to do that. Never mind. <laughs> Jay is literally. There are there sc- are perhaps <laughs> some factors we don't know. We, yeah, like the size of our gathering. Yeah. It can't be known. But what can be known is that this is the end of episode 225. And we thank Ashley again for coming on. It has been, I love these episodes when we just get to chat about life. Just hanging out. And oh, man, talking food. It's good. Yeah. Um, so if you like it, hey, listen in next time. We do all kinds of different uh, subjects, obviously related to relational needs. If you want to join Pittsburgh Foodies, promo code lunchtime in Rome, they'll get you in. <laughs> right, get you in for <laughs> <There> free. <you> <laughs> free membership. <laughs> or submit your request to join because oh, you will be screened. That's right. right. True. It's Unless, not exclusive, yeah. but it is thorough. Thorough. Yeah. And if you, you have to say that you heard about Pittsburgh Foodies via lunchtime in Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll get you the twenty percent off all your purchases. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh yep. <laughs> episode two two five. Off your tarine, whatever it was called. Tar- uh, Tardis. Tardis. Tejong. Tejong. <laughs> Tejong. That was my next kid's name. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. Make sure to give us a like or follow on social media. Visit us at lunchtimeinroom.com. And while there, take our relational needs questionnaire. See you next time for lunchtime in Rome. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. We okay. met the old-fashioned way on a dating app. What am I supposed to Just be focusing on? Generally what? having peace. And Food. Food. Yeah. Good point. No, I was going to focus on how Ashley's been. Yeah. Ah. How, how much time does the, um, the foodie group um, Well, that's a great question. Consume. Um, consume. She does beef on weck. Bob Leskowski ruined it. The lamb was overdone. The first one to find the corn in their poop. Oh, stop it. Oh, no. This is terrible. Blooming your yeast. Where we do some kind of Asian on Christmas Eve.